0: You are now listening to the Nerd Words Podcast, brought to you by UtilityMuffinLabs.com. If you know your party's extension, please dial it now. Press one for customer service, press two for podcasts, press three to check on an order, press four to eat it. Monday. Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Words Podcast. My name is Nathan. And I'm Bob. And uh, today we are joined by Nick. How are you?
1: Howdy, gents.
0: And we are joined by Brentron. How are you?
2: Hey, I'm doing
0: well. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Nick, you've been on at least one of the NerdWords podcasts before, and Brentron, you've never.
2: Uh, That's correct for me. Seems legit.
0: Okay, cool. It all checks out. Um, So can (laughs) we start this conversation by talking about the stupidest thing I've agreed to in the last couple of years?
1: Yes. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Mm, I thought you were going to dodge this.
0: Why? I like to own up to my stupid mistakes. (laughs) So um, how did this all start? I think someone posted a picture of um, Joe Exotic. Uh, Somebody had a tattoo of Joe Exotic's face on their leg in in our Discord. Yes, that was me. And what did you say, Bob? You said something. It was actually pretty insightful, but something about like, you know, if you stick to your guns long enough someone will tattoo their face on you?
3: Yes, that's that's more or less what it was. I don't remember exactly what I said, but paraphrase, it's about the gist of it.
0: Yeah, so basically Bob had a pretty insightful thing that was like, hey, stick to your guns long enough and, you know, don't change, and someone will eventually um, tattoo your face on their body. And then I believe, Brentron, you said that what if your dream is to have someone's face tattooed on you?
2: Exactly.
0: And, uh... <laughs> yeah so, so long story short my dumbass then went well you know pay for the tattoo i'll do it
3: <laughs>
0: um and i didn't expect anyone to agree to that but there's like 300 dollars in my bank account that says differently
1: well here's the thing um at no point whatsoever can i pass up a golden opportunity like this to see a dream come true for poor little brentron um <laughs> And I think to myself, I was like, well, I have all this disposable money. I haven't been going out because of this, this Corona, whatever. And and an additional tattoo on Nate. It it just all (laughs) came together and made sense to me. Like, this is my goal. Like (laughs) some people adopt puppies. Like this is me adopting a puppy. This is my humane society.
2: The universe aligned for this to happen.
0: The one thing that I hadn't counted on was as funny as I find this prospect to be. Um, was that my significant other wouldn't share in the humor of this? She she doesn't she doesn't approve. First of all, she was like, "You can't do this," and no I was like,
3: "Oh shit!" Yeah, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna. I feel like I I, I have to now because if I don't, what are people going to think of me?"
1: <laughs> oh yeah, See, that's I, I, where
0: you I, went.
3: I, that's where that I, went. What do they think of you if you... I feel that we fundamentally don't understand reality TV, right? I feel that people... Nope, uh,
1: nope. There's the lid. I'm putting it right back on. Right there. You, you gotta understand, I was counting it down. Nate. I was counting on this, right? As soon as he opened his mouth and, and I immediately said, funded, afterwards. <laughs> it's because I knew. It's because I knew that, that Nate's gonna go one direction. Like Your average gentleman will look at that and say, all right, Guys, clearly I was joking. (laughs) Obviously, there's no way I would do such a ridiculous thing. But Nate, no, sir. No, sir. Nate's going to say, deep inside me, there's a samurai spirit, and I shall not lose face over this. (laughs) My word is my bond. Oh, you're going to lose face over this.
0: (laughs) Technically, Bob, I'll be gaining a face. It's uh... (laughs) So so my goal is to... um... Take the picture. I have of Brentron, and uh, first I'm going to try my my own hand at the artwork. But I'm going to make his face into a cartoon, and I want to stick a tiny little body on it. So big head, little body, and uh, make it look like Colonel Sanders from KFC, and have two little chicken drumsticks in his hand, and uh, then oh, i yeah? yeah, like yeah,
1: maracas.
0: Yeah, yeah like <laughs> two little chicken drumsticks, hmm. and then and then get a banner that that just says like. Um, uh, hot Chicken King or King of Hot Chicken, so, something to do with, with, you know, a callback to the original mm. tattoo that, that spurned this, uh, but also his his love uh, for the hot chicken.
3: Where, by chance, do you plan on putting this tattoo? I'm
0: going to put it on my leg.
3: Yeah. Like, put where on your leg? Put, like
0: put it, I'll put, yeah, i put it, like, on the back of my calf, you know, somewhere do, where— I'll,
3: Do you, by chance, own a gun? No,
0: no, no, no! I don't own a gun. So, That's- so
3: let me give you reality, chuckleheads. Um, you put an image like that on your fucking leg and decide you're gonna go walking in a city one night, in particular Indiana, and go by anywhere. You're gonna find. I find it offensive to hear it, and I know about the joke. So imagine, imagine you on the corner. And there's a guy standing there having a real bad day, and there's Tattoo Nate who says, "No, I shaved head off. All- I'm not not Aryan at all." There's that fucking tattoo. Oh,
0: are you, I, I did. I didn't realize. Is there like something about Colonel Sanders? That
3: is there something about fried chicken and someone that looks like yeah? There's something about fucking Colonel Sanders and fried chicken on your man. Okay, well,
0: well, well. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're pointing that out now. So that way, I can um, go back to the drawing board and uh, think of well, something different that other people might not find offensive.
1: You could do that. I, I mean, I, I did offer more money for him to put it on his face.
0: I'm not putting a tattoo maybe, on my face.
1: Maybe it's less. Maybe it's less offensive <laughs> if you if
3: you just have his his big head, little body, and he's on a plantation with black people no. holding oh. the fried chicken, oh, and that's, okay. you know maybe that's okay. less <laughs> offensive. You know, we're just going, okay. Oh, I like it because cause when it's when it's obviously offensive, that's it's obviously offensive. I, I offensive.
0: did. I didn't. I it didn't occur to me that anybody might find that offensive. So. I appreciate you, uh, you know, pointing that out, you know, we'll rethink, we'll reconvene. I want to make sure no one is overtly offended by what I'm doing. It's, it's meant to be a humorous joke. Definitely Just not Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. Right. That's exactly <laughs> no, no. what I was
1: going to say. No, that's
0: exactly see, it. <laughs> she, she won't be offended as long as it's not a photorealistic picture of a dude's face and it's cartoony.
1: If, wait, if, wait, whoa. It's, it's at least got to be recognizable as him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but not photorealistic.
1: Be, it has to. Well, here's the thing.
3: Here's 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 the line. Here I'm just saying, if I'm being paid and I agree to it, mm-hmm. I you, they're paying to put something on you.
0: Right, right. They they are. But one of the one of the things that I stated overtly was I have final say on where it goes and what it looks like. I'll still I you know I'll be true. I'll use his face as inspiration for the picture, but. I'm not going to put it on my face just because people are paying for it. No, like, no, at that point, it, I'll just give the money back.
3: I'm talking about his face.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We no. should be
3: able to look at it and go, that's Brentron. Right, right.
0: Yep. I, I want him to be able to look at it and go, oh, yeah, that's a picture of me. But I don't want everybody else to go, who the fuck is that guy? Like, I I, I you know, <laughs> if Brentron is, we, we don't know, you know, what he does in his spare time. If he's done some criminal activities we don't know about, you know.
3: Oh, so you have thought about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> okay, have. Okay, I'm just checking, because that's the part where I'm like, mm. <laughs> You know, Nate, we are not far from each other in age, and there's something I hit where I was like, oh, I'm not 20 anymore. That's true. That's uh, true. And this is definitely one of them, hey, some people get vets. Mm-hmm. Some get a, a huge mansion they can't possibly afford. That's true. You're getting a face in you. Yeah. Tattooed. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and I, th- I want to point out something. Had you gone to a full-fledged university...
1: You would have been awesome <laughs> in a fraternity. The only way this can get better, right, is so uh, you, you get the tattoo on your calf, and, and everything goes wonderful, and, and, and we pay for it, and it turns out lovely, is is then for for Bren trying to become infamous as an evil person, like uh, an akin to <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> that is, like, you say this like he's not. We have no idea. We have no idea. Right. We we no idea.
0: right. right. Next thing you know, he's he's torturing chickens. Well, so here's the good thing about it. I have and it's uh, I guess silver lining because it's not good at all, but this isn't going to happen until we can like safely leave the house and go to a tattoo shop. so
3: in other words, you have time
0: right, right for I have a final plenty of, to be like, plenty well. of time uh, pl- plenty of time, and then you know, all the tattoo artists are going to be booked up for probably you know months, and they're going to be like, "Oh, well, I can see you, but not till October, you know, oh, is that what you're thinking? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm counting on. That's, <laughs> that's.
3: I didn't know. I didn't know tattooing was on the hearts and minds of everyone
1: right after this is done. <laughs> you know, you know I, I, I believe we could get a house call in here. <laughs> I, I think. Uh, that's that's I think that's we could get a specialized artist who is willing to make the sacrifice, no, no. wearing a, a ski mask or whatever they need. Goggles, no, no, no,
0: no. See, my my safety, underhead. my safety is of you know paramount importance. Uh, my general appearance might not be that much of a consideration. <laughs> But my safety is so no house calls, no unsafe behaviors, you know, stupid, but not dangerous. I want make, to make that distinction.
1: You're pulling a stunt that's equivalent to Carney folk. I want you to know that this is only happening because of Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Who's
3: Jackass involved with this? That this makes, is, let me explain. Make, you have no idea how much he's watched that crew. And even before that. Study studied every aspect of the people and then showed it came up through it, and every time I looked at him, there was this level of glee and he would get more mischievous and, and more like, Oh, we should and things and danger comes up. Okay. And I'm sitting here going, Because we never did. Like he threw a real a porch. I'm just trying I know to know why.
0: I'm just trying to make Brentron's dream come true. Okay. Unless you're like
1: the Steve O of our group. That's I, it.
0: I have never stuck a bottle rocket on my butt.
1: Yeah. Um yes. <laughs>
3: this opens the door. This opens the door. Um, see, because it's normally the significant other. It's like, nah, this is stupid. It's saying. Yeah,
0: no, she, she did. She, she pretty handily like put her foot down and was adamant that this didn't happen. So um, It's
3: good. So, yeah. But when you do it, we'll have that time. Gives you, have all, so now I understand what this is. We have all this time mm-hmm. for you to butter her up to, to the to idea. To find
0: a way to back out. <laughs> I know you
3: have to say to find a way to back out, but we heard what you really said. Right, We just translated for everybody
0: oh well
3: you know suddenly her chores will be getting done for that you guys agree to "No, nah baby i got you i got <laughs> you don't worry about
0: it oh well the, the other buy. the other thing that she said was uh you know if i get this tattoo i'm not allowed to buy any game books for 90 days afterwards like I'm that's not okay, okay i'll to buy them for you you're fine i'm, I'm not yeah. allowed to have them
3: a whole 90 days 90 days Ooh. a whole 90 days
0: yeah yeah that's she. yeah i i know i know that's that's what she said though
3: like, is she a- aware that we're reviewing libraries that we already own?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, like,
3: you are know. you aware of that? Like, I mean, well, I know you're aware of that, but how is that even a threat? Like, I, I can't get any more game books. I'm well, having like, trouble reading the ones I have.
0: It's a it's a threat because you know I I'm I'm an avid collector. You know, I still it's it's a valid threat, but you uh-huh. know, who knows when this is going to happen? You know th- this this could be you know two years down the road, and maybe I don't have those books.
1: Oh, that, that timeline just keeps bumping out. It could her be threat, 10 her years from now. More <laughs> her, threat, her threat would be more
3: valid, but I think it would be just as pointed if she said, all right, Nate, if you do this, then you can't get the new Skyrim when it comes out.
0: Well, now don't go giving her ideas, Bob.
3: Right, because you know what's going to happen? What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, no. I've only played the same Skyrim. So, yeah, sure, babe. Sounds good. <laughs> right. <laughs> you mean the game you know inside and out? That if yes. anyone had a brain in their head but that's the they'd turn around and be like, hey, Nate... We want to know how that's actually working out. Is <laughs> yeah. it actually working out? Yeah, I've done it 80,000 times, of course Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you know, it, it it's all it's all in fun. It's all in good fun. So who okay. knows? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, you know. No, you it, know. it isn't
3: fun. I think it's funny. I'm just, I'm, I'm literally, <laughs> I applaud these two miscreants, these jackals that are in here with us today. Cause <laughs>
0: uh, it's mostly just Nick.
3: It's it, um, uh, 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 mm, There are people online, mm. sir. I saw that room. That mm. room flamed up. When it was like, you're getting a face honey, and this is becoming people were willing right there in a time of a worldwide crisis. <laughs> Fuck
0: it. Well, if he's well, going to
3: do this, we're going to see it happen.
0: I said, I said very matter of factly, money talks. The, the more money that's oh, raised, no. the better the, the, the tattoo will be. Not bigger, not necessarily in a different place, but like the more colorful, the more detailed. But, you know, if I only raise 300 bucks. You know, it's maybe it's going to be a pretty small, you know, barely recognizable thing. On
3: on behalf of this utility weapon, I just (laughs) want to state that I'm the voice of sanity. (laughs) Being held enclosed, Nate has lost some of his... his, I've lost my mind. (laughs) His his mind is somewhere, right? And uh, just right now, you do what you do, fans and fans. No, 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 no.
0: No, we're... We're, we're not we're not asking for anyone to contribute to this
3: I know the jackals that listen to. Incredible us. act them. of stupidity. <laughs> I they don't have to even tell me there's a bus running over me. I already feel it. I don't care. I, <laughs> I just put that up to let you know there was a voice of reason in this sea of chaos that is about to hit. I feel it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I why. mean uh I, I I did you a favor, Nate. When, <laughs> when you posted the PayPal link up, uh huh. I did not take that link. I did not announce it. To the entire server I and say hey it. this is what we're doing and then tag at everybody I appreciate which is what it. my mind immediately said i know. appreciate
0: it it would be a shame to have to give all that money back to all those people
1: yeah 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 but uh but that being said um yeah i'm sure we'll hit our goal what are you doing <laughs> what is our goal
0: <laughs> you, i don't know <laughs> you, there's yeah. one
1: villain not in here
3: that you're discounting and you should never do that who's and that? that is dj catastrophe yeah, DJ, you never <laughs> shortchange that guy, right?
1: He's he's like a ninja with what he do. You need to need to be careful. Ah, uh, he he can crowd fund with the best of them.
0: Well, we don't we don't need that. We're just we're just trying to make one person's dream come true.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's Christmas already. <laughs> so I mean, make a wish foundation. I, let's talk. Let's talk realistic uh, logistics, right? So uh, ninety days. That's three months. That's what six podcasts, seven podcasts, twelve podcasts, thirteen podcasts, thirty-seven podcasts. Uh, Whatever it is, definitely
0: I a quantity we, of them.
1: I think we can cover this um, with your journey of getting the tattoo. Um, it should definitely be a, a video diary, um, <laughs> some blog posts, interviews, you name it. Like, obviously, obviously, there's there's some game books you're just not gonna be able to get your hands on. There's some evil but in that time, yeah, there's a lot in Think him. of the amazing content that you'd be able to produce for your rabid fans that have crowdfunded your enormous tattoo. Probably it's, the size of your whole back.
0: It's not it's not gonna be anything like that.
1: What is that like three thousand dollars?
0: <laughs> see see what you're failing to remember is I still said I have final say over what and where any tattoo goes on my body.
1: Hey, we're just waiting for you to to have that uh, that one appointment where you kinda Map it out and then come up with an idea of roughly how much it will cost. And we'll yeah, see what
0: no, yeah, I just, definitely. The, the
1: only final thing I have to say on this is is something that's wisdom I've heard forever. It's
3: called "Happy Wife, Happy Life."
0: Yeah. See, I I actually <laughs> I, I I agree with you. You're you're completely right. See, I, I actually I have I have a a better idea that's actually less crazy, maybe still a little bit crazy, but you know who are you talking to? But like, so. You know, to me, when I look at something like this, an inane, asinine, stupid idea, I think, okay, what is the meaning behind this? What meaning can I associate with it? And, you know, all my tattoos, some of them are very stupid and that's okay. But I remember them for the right reasons. Now I'm thinking like, what if I got like a tattoo that had like the entire like discord crew that we've been working with for, you know, three years, you know, in like a cool little setting that would be less stupid but it would also fulfill that requirement.
2: Get a tattoo of everyone on Discord. like uh,
0: Not everyone, just like the storytellers.
2: Ah, uh, okay. Like a Last Supper type
0: yeah. hero? Yeah, so, something like that. I, I would think more into it, but I'm just trying to think of ways to make this obviously less offensive because <laughs> my idea clearly wasn't... My, my original idea clearly wasn't thought out very well. Here's, here's um, the thing.
3: Here's the thing. Innately... Not offensive, but you got to account for the the stupidity yeah, and sensitivity people are going to throw on it at a glance, right? And yeah. that's what I think about all tattoos. When people look, they're going to see what their life experience is set upon, you know what yeah. I mean? They only yeah. know from their perception. The moment you put a Dixie flag, the oh, moment phew. you put uh, a chicken, cut you for fried chicken or any reference like that or something that looks like a plantation owner or whatever, and any of that, people immediately think the very
0: worst. You're you're saying if it could be misconstrued, um, it will be. Assume it will be.
3: You would have to do more explanation than not. And -hmm. I would hate to think you'd have to cover something. Like if this is done, of course Mm -hmm. I'm about it. Right. I'm going to be, I'm going to be fair with that. I think it is a cool idea to get a, a memento of something. Yep. Does it have to be Brentron's face? It depends on how how good of a cuddler you <laughs> felt he was. You know, I guess that's, that's right, where that goes. Right, Nothing right. wrong with that. I think he could be cuddly, I imagine, but uh, I'm not certain. Uh, Dominic has given me the official thumbs up. He did cuddle with him at Gen Con. It's, uh, it's, sure? it's, it's a deal. So, <laughs> he's very soft. He's very um, soft. So, I mean, it's, is that worth a face in your life? Yeah, maybe, maybe. But <laughs> if you kept it more to uh, something that was – like, if people have to ask you about the tattoo and they're curious, it's one thing. Mm-hmm. I just, I just know my experiences with you, on tattoos that didn't relate to that. That you were like, nah, it's right. this, not that. Right. And people yeah. make assumptions, right?
0: Yes, yes. So you like, you worship the devil, then? No, no. okay. Let me, let right. me just. All right. So yeah, good point. Very, very good point. No, those something that, that should be <laughs> something that should be thought out. Yes.
3: <laughs> that reminds me, of that guy. <laughs> well, we were, we were at the, at the LARP and we showed up to the play. I, I remember being on a River Rock. I forgot who won it or who was there. But I uh, we were standing there, that girl came up to ask, he's like, is that devil worship? And I was, and you were like, no, nah. like, he's not the devil worshiper, that's me. He <laughs> just stared at her, and I never saw her for the rest of the LARP. like, I <laughs>
1: I was like yeah, When you sure.
0: find out that people at the LARP are maybe not necessarily into all the same things you are.
1: She was yeah, too busy singing to Nate in a, in a hallway <laughs> somewhere.
0: That's a different LARP. That was a different LARP. <laughs>
1: Uh, but that was
3: probably one of the best experiences for, for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, was a, it was awful. Oh, it was terrible man. experience. So day- all right. Well, we we've we've driven this home that I'm I'm a half moron. Um uh, what what's I, I disagree uh
3: with moron? Perhaps fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I maybe of gold for wanting to make one little
0: uh I, you know, I just want to make you know, a dream come true for someone who, you know, doesn't, I don't know, doesn't, doesn't have any other way of getting that made true for them.
1: Sounds like you want to make a nightmare come true for the person who sleeps (laughs) next to you while you sleep. (laughs) It's like, man, how much more could you want to get stabbed?
0: Well, you know, when you spend this much time by yourself or like in close proximity, you don't get to go out and explore your brain starts doing weird things things that you thought were unacceptable suddenly start to become more acceptable, like tattoos of other human beings on your body.
1: That's not bullshit. I've, uh, I've managed so far in the middle of this outbreak to have, uh, to have shaved myself a seventies porn mustache. And also <laughs> I have the crazy urge now to buzz my head, mm-hmm. like, uh, like fucking Natalie Portman in beef for Vendetta. <laughs> yes. I want Or like Britney Spears in The Danger Days. Yeah. yeah. I've, uh, I've I've
3: enjoyed staring out my window before I go to bed. Like, I've been going to bed later, ironically. Like just stir-crazy happens. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm staring out my window at about 2, 3 in the morning when I'm heading out there. And uh, I'm looking across this quad and it looks creepy. It looks like a, a Stephen King movie. This is all well lit, but it's at night. And I keep thinking to myself, something bad can happen here and no one would know. And then my brain immediately went to... Wouldn't it be awesome if I just went to bed and just saw a person standing in the distance just staring at my window? Red balloon. <laughs> like how, right? Like anything, right? And I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. I wanted it to happen. Until it happened the other night. <laughs> and then it wasn't cool. It wasn't cool at all. So so I go I go into my room, and I'm chilling. And like, you know, whatever. Like you do, you're you wound down, brush my teeth, I'm chilling. And I go by the blinds, I looked up, and there was this lady just staring up at the building. I don't know what she was looking at. Right. Had her dog out there just staring and like didn't move. And I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like, why is she looking up here? I don't know. And then it wasn't until I went outside the next day to work out. I saw what went on. And when they did maintenance, something, I guess, was broke off and barely hanging off the edge of the roof. It wasn't broke off bad. It looked like it was extra equipment and just a wind or whatever. But she might have been staring at trying to figure out what's
1: going on. And I was like, what a coincidence.
0: (laughs) What a weird thing to have happen. Your mind
1: played tricks on you. Listen, Bob, that was just a ghost, and that broken railing was the spot where the kid fell. Which would be awesome. See what I'm saying, Nate? This, this
3: creativity this group has mm-hmm. is awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Right?
3: <laughs>
0: it's awesome. Yeah, don't remind me. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, Skyrim, um, I uh, I have gotten almost to level 50 um, in, in the last three weeks. So I think I'm going to stop playing again because uh, – that's, that's too much time to be spending on that I could have been spending doing creative things or productive things instead so
3: you know what's strange you're more likely I really I've been trying to explain this to people like there are folks like oh, I'm playing WoW too much I've been doing this mm-hmm. too much I've been, mm-hmm. and I didn't before and I'm like it's because you're trying your your mind's trying to escape the very real reality you're in your body mm-hmm. understands the danger you're in right it understands it and so you are operating at a higher output of stress than you realize you're gonna have trouble sleeping. So you need to work out. You need to work out. You need to make your body tired so you don't stay awake because of that. You also need to be able to uh, focus on something that allows you to just bleed stress off you. And mindless game playing is one of them. Right? It's it's just a natural. So you're going to go there. But creativity, as you know, takes energy. It takes time. It takes focus. You're accomplishing something. You're doing something. So whether you're writing, drawing, sketching, whatever. That's why a lot of these companies told their writers we're on freeze. don't don't you know just don't take care of your life because that some of these people can die and when you add when you add that other shoe that's why so it's not like you could be doing something else as much as it is is that you're just trying you're just trying to make you're trying to survive everybody else is.
0: yep that's true um did you uh did you want to talk about um the uh the mithras thing i do (laughs) So, um, the thing that was brought up to me was, um, I guess Mithras is in the fall of London book, the V five book. And I guess some people had some issues with, um, the difference between the previous versions and that version, uh, this new version, as far as like stats are concerned.
3: Yeah. It's all stats, right? That's what everyone's stuck on. And and the problem is I mentioned it before that V five did this. They took it to a five scale. Right. If people right. open their books, open your books to page discipline, uh, <laughs> turn to the level fives and begin ruining them, Clash, and you're going to realize they're off the chain. All of them are, quite frankly, well, they're powerful. I would not say off, off the chain, but they're good. Mm-hmm. And they fit the scale of V5. And that's what people are forgetting. If you're fans coming from uh, the previous editions, you're not going to get that expectation. Right. I'm a fan of that expectation, by the way. I agree with you. That the moment they took away the sixes, the the eights, that all the moment that went away, well, now it's like, why should I fear this kid?
0: Yeah, right. Like, uh, what does I, it mean? I, I I think the big issue is scale, and you know, we've we've had conversations with people, we've had, you know, conversations with Matt Dawkins, and and their perspective is like, oh, well, you know, potency of blood makes up for it, and blah 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 blah, and I I guess for V five it does, but as someone who has an expectation, like. These vampires, these these Methuselahs that everybody's rushing off to the Middle East to go kill, uh, they, they don't look intimidating. They don't look scary at all. Let me
3: get real? Just get serious with this? Yeah. It's complete bullshit that they say that it's, it's to scale. If mm-hmm. one elder is beaten by a group of five, how powerful was that elder? Right. Right? Yeah. And here's the truth. The scale commits every single additional person that you have to fight creates a massive difficulty for that one person right so inevitably in every game when you have a meeting with someone like prince mithras or whatever it should be at a big court they should never be alone blah 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 but is that realistic that person should feel they could go anywhere and completely destroy room if they chose right um that's that's how it is their beast has been around so long and it's so strong it you shouldn't even be able to get to the scope of the power they're at and that is the truth and so when they overlooked that and made it one through five and made it possible for a player to get there, and that player will, they, they wrote about this. They said if you have active players constantly earning XP for a campaign, they will get more powerful, more quicker. And their excuse then, and I believe this is out of the Elysium book, the excuse then was the fact that Elders are stagnant. It's mm-hmm. harder for them to learn. They don't have to do as much. They're just right where they're at, so they're not, they've peaked, or at least better said, it's going to take longer for them to learn a new trick or adapt because they're already apex predators right. for them. Young scamps learning they're gaining. However, when that distance is only one through five and it's a, it's a, it's a pittance of XP it takes to get there. Right. You're telling the storytellers to constantly pull that rug, that goal line farther and farther away from the players to make it works. And that's the real reason why people hate it. When it was one through 10, you could look that player in the eye and go, listen, you don't got the gen to play on the level that he's at.
0: Right, right.
3: It's that simple. That's why they're more powerful. And then a the player goes, oh, it makes perfect sense because it does. Yeah, yeah. But when you say it's one through five, Helena, Troy, Mithras, Critias, who cares? Right, if you right, keep right. talking smack and you get arrogant to me one more time, me and four of my friends are going to see you on the street soon. And we'll see yeah. how that works for you.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it's to me, to me, here's, here's the biggest issue that I had you've you've established over the course of you know 25 to 30 years sort of one way of doing things what what the scale of power is right we are when we're young vampires when we're of a higher generation we we have the ability to hitting that human maximum but these elders these ancients have the ability to go above and beyond the thing that really annoyed the shit out of me was i looked at these these stats in the v5 book and the first thing i saw was the The melee score of Mithras, right? Now, Mithras, for the people that know, it's the bull god. He's a god of war. And, yep. you know, he, he mastered the use of bladed weapons before the the dawn of of man's ability to move on to a different weapon, right? So he knows them in and out. And in the old stats, he's got a melee of nine, which, to me, that is a fair representation. And in here... On the uh, the V five, he's got a melee of four, and I'm like, okay, so he he's not even like. Just what happened? I got happened? Cane
3: Bros that beat him. Right, right, <laughs> absolutely,
0: coming. right, absolutely. So like, he didn't even meet the the standard of human perfection with a sword. Like, I don't get it.
3: Not to not to belie the point. You also mm-hmm. got to remember the, the the second big what? Your, huh? What are you saying? Mm-hmm. I heard someone try to tell me that what they're doing is you're taking away the mechanics. They're they're they nerfed him. To give the mechanics that matter. Look at how you feed now. Yeah, that's great. No contest. That's a good way to feed. Um right. they they added a different way to look at what the what the generations are. Blood potency. It's like okay, yeah, great. There's a market. It's different. Uh-huh. It's more upkeep. It's right. more checking, get used to, but you're sure, there's there's a difference there. And they're like, they want you to focus more on the RP. Let me tell you something. When any any game company tells you we want you to focus more on the RP, they want less work to actually create a system you enjoy. <laughs> that's the truth they made a system they enjoyed that work that initially sold their material but they're trying to adapt they're trying to make enough of a difference to get you to buy a new edition
0: yeah i i agree with you on that, so let's, let's
3: let's build from there right just just that mentality look at any game company and they will always move around some new way mechanic build something to get you to get that book because that's really what draws you in because it's gaming Anyone thinks that way. I need dice, I need a sheet, I need a book. Well, I'm not going to get this book if right. all it is is a few different ways to tell a story about the old material. Uh, someone else will get it, they'll tell me about because it, it fundamentally doesn't impact my game. However, mm-hmm. you tell them there's a new mechanic for virtually anything and people have an opinion that'll be polarized one side or the other, suddenly folks will buy it. Right. And that's And they know that. So V5... Cool story, kid. You updated material. Yeah, great. Well, not, we don't agree with most of it, right? Not we, as in us. I'm not speaking for us, as in the people, right? Because right. that's the it's like you moved our cheese. Screw you. We're not interested. Ah, wait, wait. New way of feeding, huh? Huh. Ooh. New way of feeding. There's I think a, that's th-
0: the, that, that's that's the big problem. But I I think that um, you know we, <coughs> me. that's okay. We we've talked a bunch of uh, about how it's clearly that this was designed to co opt it into other other services right to video games to board games things like that so i get why they did it but i feel like in a way they kind of sacrificed what everyone had established and like didn't consult with that community and just made these like big sweeping changes and i don't think that their justification is really justifiable enough to actually be a justification
3: well they're trying to sell the idea to you that's what's going on. They're trying to sell the idea that it's new, different, and better, and they want everybody to accept that. In order to do that, they have to make changes that some people like, knowing others won't. The mm-hmm. problem is, when those others are still active in the hobby, and you're drawing in new people, those new people hear why the other stuff was good. And let's face it, when you put it apples to oranges, and you look at what was before to now, anybody's going to tell you the V20 system fixed all that stuff and put it in one spot where it was better. V5 should be a story. Right. 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 The, the story should be what sells it <clears throat> now, because folks have a different way of looking at the story and they have a different opinion on it. Um, that's that's where the, the hiccups start coming in, because it starts falling apart for some people. The truth of the matter is there is nothing anyone can do because it's already out. They already profit they already made their money from it. Everything. Everything went with that. That's how it goes. That's business. Now,
0: right. it is what it th- is, right?
3: Now, now, what fans have to do is when we discuss someone like Mithras, since it's an old guy, has power, doesn't have power, great, no, bad, good, you have to go, all right, it's either a quality you agree or you're going to make do with what you have. I want to say make do with what you have, but remember this lesson, right? Remember that just because it's new doesn't mean it's better, right? And it can be good, you can add it to what you have, and that's cool, but really, V5 gives you a different way to play the game you already know and love. That's and the truth. Being a player in V5 and running it as a storyteller, it does give a different feel. However, V5 is catered to the youth. It is not catered to elders. Not at all. There shouldn't be stats for mentors. There shouldn't be stats for Critias or Helena. Get them out of the, get them out of the way. It ruins the experience.
0: And I'll tell you what, that's yeah. what, that's what I assumed they were going to do. Now, I, I definitely want to hear what like Brentron and Nick have to say about this, but Um, I, I do agree with you because when I heard that there was this calling where all these ancients are being called back to, you know, the middle East. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's how they're going to deal with these ancient vampires. Just remove them from the equation, just completely remove them. And we don't need stats because they're not there. But then when there's published information and these stats are there, I'm like, that kind of feels like you kind of cut your own Achilles on that.
3: But I, here's the thing. Before I, we turn over to to these these fine gentlemen, um, I just want to make this final point. When you when you say we're the Sabaka, we haven't seen them yet. And we look at the build in the anarch book, and it wasn't filled with crunch on anarchs. Just gave you stories about anarchs. It's it's doing one thing. It's taking away the fact that uh, the groups, the pack mentality. That's really what V five does. It, it it breaks down the want or anyone's ability to to say like you know you're you're supposed to be together, facing these insurmountable odds and doing it. And I have to feel, I I I'll stick by this till I'm blue in the face. It's because I think they might have, the writers might have realized a little too little too late, to tell someone, are you aware that if we get five typical players to team up against anyone that you that you so far have pitched to us have to be in these they could get destroyed, wrecked. It's gonna happen. They more than even the playing field. These guys don't have anything beyond that to be like, oh my god. It's they're dealing in the same wheelhouse. So what what's the what's the challenge here? The Sabat were supposed to need these packs to face elders to well, we all knew they were going to die, right? It's supposed to be multiple packs get killed by one elder who just woke up out of Torpor. And hopefully you're the one pack that survives long enough for it to drop to win the prize. That's that's what they believed. That was supposed to be the war. So if you're calling them to the east and they get there and all you're doing is, uh, well, I uh, I guess we don't... um, Well, we won't talk about them yet. They're just not there. Right now it's just they're getting their asses kicked by the Camarill and, you know, others... And we'll just we'll just leave that out there and just say yeah, we won't open that can of worms yet. let's just deal right now with the new church the camera and all that stuff and
1: church cane and get that in there and uh we'll we'll see how that plays out what do you guys think well that's funny you should ask um i my my thought is uh is a lot along the lines of Nate's uh, believe it or not uh when v5 first came out we got uh we we were kind of sold a promise that we're going to have a system that's focused on on the youth just the extent they went through with uh with dealing with bolstering the thin bloods and um <clears throat> and almost uh completely removing elders from the equation uh, it, and it was the only way it could work given the the way that they had uh, designed the stats and what I'd really hate to see is uh is them come back and and do the the same kind of thing they did uh, early on in the in the original lines, where they started releasing those later discipline levels, um, almost seemingly to uh, to enhance the books that they were releasing. Um, I think that just make sure if,
3: just to get that you're talking about how when they first launched the base book, it was like one through five, and later yeah. on they came out with the elder and in the combo discipline. Okay, I'm with you. I'm yep. with you.
1: Yep. Exactly. And uh, and I think that uh, it, it it was a bad idea to include any elder um characters like back into it especially with stats particularly because that's that's breaking that covenant that uh that we're going to have a simplistic rule set because now you have to constrain uh what you have into that rule set and like you said mechanically it breaks the game uh at least for what those characters used to represent back in the in the original lore.
0: Yeah. The one, the one thing, too, that really annoyed me about it was that character's presented, Mithras. Now, just to be clear, I haven't read the entire book. I did jump ahead. It's my job. But they have two separate stat blocks. They have a weakened Mithras, which is much weaker than the one that I'm referring to. And then they have him back at full force, which is still just like a more, it's a, it's definitely a more powerful vampire, but it's not, you know, a 3000 year old vampire. It's like, just doesn't, doesn't fit.
3: Well, is the issue, is the issue Uh, stats or is it, is the issue for you the, like you want a uniform representation?
0: It's, it is the, the level of dangerousness that I believe should, here's the problem. I've been taught. Okay, reading all of these books, I've been taught what a character of that age should look like. I have been taught, based on everything that I've read, a consistency, right? But are we
3: remembering what happens to Mithras?
0: Right, right, right. I know. So (laughs) so that's what's even more bizarre to me that they brought him back.
3: Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to point this out. I I haven't seen what you looked at right now. Now, yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. waiting for mine to get here. Uh, But uh, did they remove Monty Coven?
0: Um. Based on what I've seen, it looks like somehow Mithras is revived.
3: Revived how? Like he won the battle internally and now that's this is, this is
0: No, no. It's I, I, from what I understand, and again, people have read this. They'll be able to correct us. Uh, I only looked at the stats. But what it looked like to me, based on what I was reading through, was that like the whole Monty Coven thing happened. And then there was this whole ritual to bring Mithras back. From being diabolized.
3: hang on. I've got a bad connection. Did you say they created some bullshit to say that you can come back like your original self from being diabolized or reconstituted? Maybe one more time. So maybe. they they literally are retconning something <laughs> that happened. <clears throat> it's in freaking Beckett's Jihad Diary in an awesome format, and they're and they're squashing it, saying that this is a better choice.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I again, I haven't read the whole thing, so I, I can't. I can't make that statement, um, but but yeah, that's utter I,
3: trash. If that's that, it's utter trash. It's garbage. It's so much garbage. I will take the Pepsi challenge with whoever wrote that.
0: <laughs>
3: it's uh, complete garbage. Read a book. Go read the years before it, Jack. That's nonsense.
0: Right, right. No, I agree. And again, I can't say for sure because the it's based on what I was reading, I didn't read the whole book. It's a two hundred plus page book. So, but either way, they they did they did a retcon because. That stuff happened in the late 90s. So they basically said, well, let's just jump it up a few years and, you know, make it more consistent with current time. So either way, they, they made some changes to the continuity.
3: But you and I pointed out in BJP how they were laying seeds for where V5 came from. Yeah. Right. And you could see it. So why would you, one of the one of the points that, that the Bexjad Diary has done so well was that it honored the, 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 the books you bought before. Can we point that out? It's yeah. you invalidate the purchases made before when you fundamentally change the rules yeah. so much that it you it's unusable first yeah. off. And if you're gonna go that far, at least hold to the story that makes it all part of it. And if you're gonna completely change it, then just kill the character. Right. Who edits this shit?
0: Well, and you know my my other my other big issue is this sort of use of destroying wholesale cities for the purposes of storytelling. Like, that's a thing I don't really appreciate as I, a I, reader.
3: I feel you and me have to... have. To, I'm just a request. Just an opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let these two carry the torch because we're in we're in dark waters. I don't like when you and I talk about something we haven't read. Right. Right? Just opinion, heard, and hearsay? We'll leave that. Snurd works. We can have opinions and hearsay, and we'll correct it when we review it. But uh, I just... Uh, it, for me, personally, I should say, I apologize. I, uh, I really don't want to go into it too much because I, I feel we're missing a completist story there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We have to uh, read it before we can really comment any further.
3: Sorry, you were trying to talk and you were being polite about it. And I do appreciate you, but in these discussions, you have to kind of chime in just as soon as you gain. All right. I'll be the bull in the China shop
2: from here on out. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh I think this might be backpedaling a little bit, but, uh, this is something I wanted to point out, um, bring up, uh, about elders in V5. I was, uh, Reading that first book about the uh the calling, like I saw that uh that focus on the on the young crowd, on the uh, neonates and the ancillas, right? So all these ideas were flowing through my head, like uh, all the elders are called away, like that's a a monumentous power vacuum that's now showed up, right? So that uh, that struggle is going to be a, a prime, like a prime part of the uh, the plot going forward, right? Who feels that who comes out on top, and then the next several books started coming out like. Uh, well, London and Chicago, and it's someone did step up to fill in a void, and he was one of the younger ones. But uh, Kevin Jackson was the only one that was in a huge position. Uh, and a lot of the other elders, like you talked about, um, Helena and Critias still being there, like um, mm-hmm. it, it it felt like it was a backpedal and a quick one.
3: So, So here's the thing. Chicago by Night's always, I mean, we expert in that book. I can tell you that, that the, the, their V5 version is great. Here's why. Um, the ultimate truth about it was that Helena never tried to take over that city. It's not a concern to her. She's a Methuselah. She's there for her own reasons. And those reasons, beholdenly, you could read her and get an idea of what you wanted to do, and they leave that up to you. So that's never been a factor. However, she has controlled key people in that city towards these mysterious ends. And whatever she needs, right? So, okay, great. We know that. Check, check. All right. Well, what's the, the big thing in V5? Well, I won't ruin it for everybody else, but let's just say that Shemir should sweat a little bit more than they are, <laughs> right? And we'll put it that way. And uh, that's, that's kind of sheds the thing, but when you talk about the venture conglomerate over who should sit on top, you have to understand Loden, right? Loden was not Loden. Who he was before is, was a warlord. Right, And as a warlord coming in, seeing a city, and adapting to the times as he tried, still anachronistic as a venture flaw, um, he makes several children to help him acclimate to his own city because he couldn't deal with the industry and the business economics and whatnot, but he was trying to understand. So he took the very best in these fields, he embraced them, and he put them in positions that were close to him, and that is how he had a chokehold on the city. Right, He bested a... Excuse me, a Methuselah... Not a Methuselah... A Bruja named Maxwell who ran a city like a typical prince. It was all about favor, making enemies, and blah, 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 uh, but mostly trying to maintain a rule, and he did it through a clan, and that's just kind of how it worked. Loden flipped it on its head, right? There was a minimal talk with a few Torador, what have you that were against Maxwell in a weakened moment. He deposes the prince and takes the city. But at this point, everybody didn't think Loden was some real elder. He's, he's a guy who they thought relatively talked well, whatever, but they backed him as prince because of how he played it. Now, his downfall comes about because his childer chips off the old block, which is a testament to his age and power, his actual power, right? He's called Jen, I call it centuries. He's cultivated Kevin Jackson from out of nowhere. Why? Out of all his childer, Kevin Jackson is the one that is dealing with something that Loden can't understand, roving war bands, which is a gang by any other name. And he's in the streets somehow making these war bands pay attention to him, listen to him, and follow him with his guidance, he's bringing them up to be a force to be reckoned with. Not only in profit, but in sheer brutality. So if you look at everybody else, like we'll take Horatio Ballard, which is a favorite of mine. But after his money and his gluttony and whatever, he's he's not a threat. If it comes to war. When diplomacy fails, there's only one result. And everybody forgets that. You think for a second, your money, how well liked you are how many friends you got, that matters. It does not. When the chips are down, the beast will reign. And when the beast reigns, you want the person that has the most monsters to call to bring that war to the fore. And that's a fact. Loden could see that. And so Kevin Jackson was given the tools to do his job. And Loden did that best from afar by not getting involved and not altering it. But if you read the V5 book and see the relationship Kevin Jackson has with a mysterious, we'll call it a... Uh, they write it to where you're left to interpret whether Kevin Jackson is listening to his own internal monologue or maybe someone else is coming along. Yeah, and a ghost of Christmas a, past, perhaps. Right. Giving that mentorship that he needed. And that is the real reason he sits where he's at. Because nobody else had that, that wherewithal. They're too afraid. You know, because if you think about it, they're evenly matched. If Ballard goes to do something, it's very easy for uh, Annabelle to counter it. Right, They're both playing kind of in the same same wheelhouse. She's got money. She's older. Definitely right. elder by that regards. But Boward does have enough to bring enough pull over to him to help handle and settle debts and blah, blah, blah. And if any one of the primogen move, it tumbles down everybody else except Kevin Jackson, the youngest, had nothing to lose, and literally threw sheets to the wind and said, I'm bringing my army and I'm taking the crown. And you can listen to logic or we can handle this in the streets.
0: Right.
3: And that's, And that's that. And they were yeah. like, well, we'll support you. For now. And that's oh, how the game is
0: and, played. And, and that's that's one thing that I want to emphasize here. Like, like I, I don't want people to interpret that by my words. I'm like, ah, V5 sucks. I don't think it does. I think that the stories that I've read, especially with Chicago by Night and the stuff that Onyx Path has had a hand in, I really, really enjoy. I really appreciate. I think that the base V5 book is really good. I, I think that there are some things in the Cam Guide and the Anarch Guide that are decent. Um, but it is a mixed bag for me, very much a mixed bag. There's, there's a lot more stuff where I, I have to go, Hmm, I don't know how that really works for me than with earlier versions. That's all I'm saying.
3: The simple fact is they took, uh, there are no tricks for us, right? That's <laughs> unfortunately, that's what we signed up for. Part of our job is to dig through and, and learn and see and look for pattern. And we were looking behind the curtain. When you do that, you're not mystified or you can't be tricked. You can't be told we did this for that and that's, you know, don't worry, it's good, right? Move forward. Yeah, well, I don't really know. But when you could sit back and go, actually, any eight books you made, you completely ignore this, that, the other, brought this up, did this, said what's that, what's in it. You could have done something better. Why didn't you? Right? It's easy to do that when you're a critic, yeah, right? right? <laughs> it's easy to do that when you're a critic. I still say that uh, my hats are off to everybody who who has an ability.
0: I, I give them the utmost credit because, um, you know, I'm not writing any books. <laughs> that's the truth of the matter.
3: Well, one, we were asked to, and two, <laughs> right. even, if, even if we were asked to, the fundamental thing is, is that um, to, to write a book is not hard. It's to write to their deadline. Right. That's, that's, that's the true advantage to uh, anyone who has time to write a book is, is you can know the material, you can do the research, but if I tell you you have a month to produce 500 pages of a readable, legible, sellable book, and you're working with these five people, they all have deadlines, you have yours, crack the whip, go. And that's the contract, yeah, you're going to be making some tough calls under pressure.
0: Yeah, that's going to be pretty hard.
3: Should that be excusable? Mm, all right, if you're that way. I'm cold about it. When I get a book, I just, well, number one thing I do everything I like is real. Everything I don't, I forget about.
0: Yeah, well, that's the truth. That's that's how you should handle it.
3: Which is probably one of the reasons we did terrible at that that uh, Malkavian game. <laughs> what? So you didn't hear not hear, listen to that. We did a, we Dawkins threw us under the... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> he, he asked us, I loved it. <laughs> now. it. It was a voice of torture. It was, a, I loved him to death. And one of them was like, you could hear, he goes, this was supposed to be a card game they had us work on. And I went deep. And I I went and researched quite a bit. And how well do you think you know of your Malkavian trivia? And I know, Nate, the same thought went in your head as mine. Um, I fundamentally don't give a shit about that plan. <laughs> <laughs> like fundamentally, there's like three Malks I think were of worth ever in print. And and I've hated every duckfish mouth LARP every LARP game, there has been a person to run out with like bunny ears and holding a rubber ducky. I'm a crazed Malcavian in your primogen. And immediately I started plotting on how much fun it would be to stake into a rooftop and yeah. not tell anybody.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> the, the problem with that is that, you know, I, when I was younger, when I first got into this game, I really enjoyed that clan. The problem is nobody else enjoyed them the way that I enjoyed them. And I was like, meh, I'm all set. I don't need to read any more about this clan. I don't care. And nothing's getting committed to memory because I don't give a shit.
3: There's a horror film called The Ugly. I believe it's an Australian film. And why I remember it is because that's when I started liking the Malkavian clan book. It was right around the time they gave him dement, Dementation, I believe. Kind of a yeah. worldwide event. I thought yeah. that was ridiculous, but funny. Because it's like they were making an active role to go, look, the Sabbat had some badass mouths. Maybe it's because Dementation. Stop using Dominic, you goofy bastard. Everyone gets Dementation. Now calm down. Play something serious. All right. And then he started opening up derangements and what they were. I remember at the time sitting back. We were about to do a game, and I'm I'm, I'm making story for plot, and everyone's in the room scrubbing away at papers. And Bob, can I and no, and I put the ugly on him. When I'm watching it, I'm like, this is definitely some mental psychological stuff that you're looking at. And the director did it in such a way that it felt like you were actually in an asylum, seeing what it would be like and what you would go through. And of course, it's a movie. And uh, but the the factor is is that this guy's a uh, you're not certain if he is a serial killer, like they tell you in the, in the movie, of what's going on, why he's there. And he's very sensitive and very emotional and doesn't quite understand what's going on. He was horribly abused by his mother. However, he's an out-and-out out monster. He's a complete, irreprehensible monster uh, because of what he went through. And I was like, that, that is a derangement. That's what that is. He's not aware of how bad it is. He adapted. His mind survived to latch on to these ghosts that he believes he's creating. And then then it starts getting supernatural weird with that, but uh the point is, I said that twist, if you can make that change, how that actor made you feel comfortable with him, one moment empathize with him, and then in about the last 30 minutes of the film you're just like son of a bitch needs to be put down. That dude is is dogged nuts, like it's thing. That discomfort I wanted to see apply to a Malkavian, right? Not because Every Malkavian should be something hunt down and burned, not because derangements are funny, in fact, quite opposite. I wanted to see somebody do a full-fledged research on what they... And I'm not talking about go write a dissertation and get it approved by a peer review. I'm saying, you read about it, you thought of a way to hook it in, and what that might look like, but she said, I'm going to tone it down. Right? That's the important part. I'm going to make it tasteful. To where I'm not completely dominating a scene every time I'm in it, but you do see it there. It's on the surface. It's still me playing what I am and make it to where, when it is a scene that is focused on me, you come to play in my crazy Haven. You, you see it brought to to bear. You see what it is and what it might look like. Mm-hmm. And that is when that clan comes to life and when it sells. However, it, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: I, I, I'm, I'm just adding in like, uh, just the word derangement, it, the root of it derange, uh, when When you hear the word deranged," uh, nobody has happy thoughts. like that's a, that in itself is a horror provoking word and uh and and I think uh that's why I'm hundred percent with you on on how those derangements should be considered, uh brought about and uh and implemented into your characters.
0: I think that's a big point that a lot of people maybe miss when they make a Malkavian like a a big complaint I've heard from a lot of people is that it's kind of insensitive to people that have like actual, you know, mental issues. And I agree when you try to replicate that. Sure. Mm -hmm. But, but that's, that's why I believe they make that distinction in a verbal sense. It's not, it's not a sickness. It's a derangement. It is, they, they become maddened because of the beast not just because you know that they're mentally ill like it's 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 not meant to be a replication of a mental illness it is meant to be a derangement it's something different it's something terrible and it should be something terrifying soapbox off of it damn it
1: No soapbox on i was good i'm in church (laughs) no it's uh, to me to me i love the idea of playing a malkavian and uh and as the ST team uh, we recently got uh got that opportunity with a great character that one of our players uh created and uh, and and life got in the way they had to step away and uh and we got a chance to play around with this character um and and just and just poking at that too we found these these very subtle and uh and chaotic nuances inside inside the character psyche that we got to play with um and it was like a it was a vaudevillian. um uh ringleader from like a circus and uh and just wonderfully played by Bob uh most of the time but uh thanks man but it was a it was a wonderfully written character as well uh which is why we got the the chance to play with that and just as we spit bald ideas with uh with just how this this character would work. That's uh the the man is inherently built on tragedy. Um and and no way that he can sl- he can stop the roller coaster that he's on and driving uh from going directly into that uh which is probably the 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 best and most horrific part of it just can't uh just can't get off the rails uh toward that it it, characters like that is the reason why you want to play a malkavian and and the things that should draw you to clan malkavian but probably the worst part of of playing a malkavian is playing with other Malkavians. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth, man.
3: And, and, here's, and here's the thing that happens. Um, well, let's, let's make this distinction. Guys, what's the difference between any other vampire with a derangement and a Malkavian with a derangement? Glad you asked that, Bob. Here's the deal. <laughs> when you're playing a, we'll just shoot in a, you play a Bruja, and they have a derangement, you got to look and see what derangement that is. Right, and how that's gonna gonna bleed through and how does that make the character and where did it come from? Right? That's the important thing. That is more they have a derangement that is curable. That's prime, right? It's number mm-hmm. one. Number mm-hmm. two, it is a part of them, but it doesn't drive who they are. Right? They suffer under this derangement, and it's something that they can get over, but they also have this beast and a terrible self-control. And and that becomes a bad mix, because what's worse? To a Bruja, their temperament, their passion is gonna override the import any at all. What that derangement is, right? It's different when that derangement becomes like part of their personality, and that's all anyone sees and thinks that's normal for them, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. the only way I could see that working, and every clan kinda has to be winked into that for it to work well. A Malkavian, it is a uh, it is a roller coaster, right? It's almost like you gotta get you gotta go through their day in the life to be... It's about communication, right? They have a derangement constantly flared. You have to be empathic enough to get where they're coming from to then begin to communicate because you understand them to, to, to get how they work. And once you do that, that player or ST with an NPC who steps forward to help with that, that player just became a Malkavian. They just became playable because now we all understand how this person is, but they're still a threat. There's still right. a bit of a danger to them, which is the point of the character.
0: All right. Well, I think I'm gonna wrap up here. How about that?
3: <laughs> how, about that? <laughs> how about that?
0: How about that? Well how hey, about that? Thank you, Brentron, for joining us. Thank you, Nick.
3: Yeah. Yep. Brent, right. Brentron, brentron do you have any parting words of wisdom? Parting words of wisdom. That's a no. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: attitude is everything. Uh, oh, well, anything you uh, want with the right attitude.
0: Just visualize it. I like
3: it. I'll take yeah. it. There we go. Mm. Oh, can you explain to the audience why you have resting bitch voice? It's
2: it's terminal. I guess I don't. <clears throat> Let me. Uh, hold on. I
3: don't
2: uh, think okay. someone's gonna. Um, so this is Brennan's not resting bitch voice. This is as good as he
3: can do. Uh, I don't. I don't have a reason. It's just. Uh, Fred Fred, you're a great guy, man. We love you to death. We we get you. Just spoken five, my dude.
0: If you haven't heard on one of our uh, any of our other podcasts that we've done in the last couple of weeks, we are using a program called Zencaster. It's basically just a browser program that's just Zencaster.com, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com. And until July, maybe longer, depending on how things happen, they are letting anybody use their service to the fullest extent. You don't have to pay the $20 a month and you can have as many people as you want in a podcast and record all the tracks live. That's what we're using. They're not paying us. I just think it's a cool service. And if you want to record a podcast and chat about your stupid games, use it. All right. Well, until next time, we'll talk to you later.
1: Thank you. Be sure to donate to uh, Nate's tattoo.
0: Don't do that. Don't donate <laughs> at all. Never donate <laughs> to the tattoo. All
1: right. PayPal.me slash utility muffin be-, be a this- Patreon. Be a patron. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Tilly Muffin Labs. But don't if you really don't, want to help us.
0: <laughs>
1: it's for the tattoo and. For- <laughs>
0: yeah, if you really want to help us, go to patreon.com forward slash 25 years of Vampire the Masquerade. <laughs> That's it. Bye. Bye.
1: Instant regret. Thank you for listening to the Nerd Words podcast. If you
0: enjoyed the previous podcast, go to UtilityMuffinLabs.com for more audio, art, and gaming material. Listen to our other podcasts, including 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade, The Playing Hookie Podcast, and The Metal Mortuary. Look for us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Discord, and YouTube under the Utility Muffin Labs name and support us at Patreon under 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade Podcast. Utility Muffin Labs, consistently rated adequate. Thank you. Goodbye.